Thank you for tuning into Air and Earth, the podcast that lifts you up and keeps you grounded. I'm your host, Melissa Moffat, and I'm here to share some information that I've found helpful in my own life, as well as interview people on topics ranging from self-love of body, soul, and mind, social, environmental, and animal justice, mindfulness, business, relationships, ethics, and so much more with the intention of supporting you on your healing and growth journey as you strive to love yourself, those around you, and the planet just a little more. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. This is episode 14 of Erin Earth. Today I have my friend Mara Chimatoribus, who is a London-based yoga teacher who travels teaches retreats and classes all around the world as well as in London. She's originally Italian, but she moved to London a few years back, mainly for the fun of it and for the adventure, but she's since built a beautiful life and has a home there with her family. In this episode, Mara shares her perspective and her experiences of how powerful optimism can be in our lives. She also gives some practical advice on practices that you can do to shift this mindset if you're feeling stuck in a place where optimism is hard. I really love this episode and I love Mara's words and her her wisdom around how powerful optimism can be. So I really hope you love this episode. Please share if you feel inspired and yeah, have a great day. Before we dive in, I want to ask that if you love this episode and can't wait to listen to the rest of the show, please do me a favor and leave a review or you can take a screenshot of the show, post in your Instagram story so I can reshare and give you a big thank you, or just send me a message letting me know what you think of the show. I would love, love, love to hear from you. This show wouldn't be possible without the support of a few sponsors, the first of which being, okay, it's me. <laughs> if you're like me and you love personal development, I know you'll love my newest resource, The Growth Guide. The Growth Guide is a 12-day program that uses guided meditation, journaling prompts, reading exercises, and growth exercises on a specific topic each day that will leave you feeling inspired, rejuvenated, grounded, and ready to take on the world with compassion and love. Here's a review of the growth guide from Hannah. My anxiety and my negative self-talk had begun to spiral out of control before I started looking for methods to help me heal and grow. After experimenting with meditation and journaling, I dove headfirst into Melissa's growth guide. Within the first few days, I noticed a change in how I felt about myself and the way in which I spoke to myself and a change in the way I viewed the future and my anxieties. Melissa's meditations are beautiful, positive, uplifting, and the messages and prompts that come from the guide reinforce her teachings. My sense of self-confidence and my hope for the future is returning, and I'm growing into the person I know I can be. You guys, I am so excited for this guide. This guide was put together using the tools that I have learned over the past 10 years in my own healing and growth journey, and I'm so thankful for you all listening in that I wanted to give you a deal. Use the code PODCAST10 at checkout for 10% off your order of anything in my store. I have the link down below as well as that code listed in the show notes. Hi, Maura. I first of all just want to say thank you so much for coming on the show. I just love you so much and I can't wait for everyone listening to hear your beautiful, positive outlook on life. And you're just such a beautiful person. I'm so thankful to have you on. Thank you. I'm very thankful to be part of this podcast and your passion and it's amazing. And thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, I love you. So for everyone listening, I just wanted to tell kind of the story of our friendship because Mara's my friend and we we met on Instagram just kind of running in the same circle um yeah, I think how long ago through McMill Michaela yeah yeah through Michaela she's she was just on the podcast actually there um, you go <laughs> so it's been but it's, maybe yeah I'm well no I'm really bad so uh like a year or two probably I'd say at yeah. least two years because I met you well yeah we met like last at the end of last summer right yeah 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 yeah. I came to London 
So Mara's in London and I met her in person and we spent like a whole day together. We went to a coffee shop and we like walked around in the rain, not on purpose, but forever. (laughs) We were were trying to find this restaurant and it was like raining and we walked all the way there and then it like wasn't, it didn't exist. (laughs) It was like not a thing. And then we just like walked back in the rain and we were like, okay. (laughs) It was really miserable weather, but uh, we did end up eating sushi. So that was good. Oh yeah, we did. And like, we were just so cheerful. (laughs) It was so fun. We were just like so happy to see each other and I can't wait to see you again. Yeah. So Yay. So I'm going to get into the first question. So you are a full-time yoga teacher. You have an online presence with your tutorials on Instagram. And I just want you to tell that story of how you decided to follow that path, how you got into teaching, how you got into practicing even before you were teaching. And yeah, just tell that story. Okay. So how much time do we have? (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Okay. So it's not very long that I've been practicing. I actually uh, started yoga seriously since January, 2017. And I've been practicing a little bit before with the videos online at home. Uh, and uh, actually, Simon, my boyfriend, brought me to my first, very first yoga class, uh, oh. which was a runoff at that time. Um, I remember that I really enjoyed it, but I don't think I was open or ready for it. And, it, you know, it was like, yeah, cool, but not sure if I'm going to do it again. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> and then, yes, I did it uh, for a little while at home. And then I stopped again, and then I did. I started seriously in uh, January 2017, and uh, then at that moment I was ready for it. I was exactly the thing that I needed, and I got hooked. And I knew almost straight away I wanted then to become a yoga teacher. And so in June uh, I booked my yoga teacher training, and uh, uh, November of that same year I got certified and started teaching straight away. Um, but how I got into practicing and uh, and do yoga is because I was feeling uh, very low and uh, lost and I wasn't feeling it was a time that I wasn't really feeling myself anymore and uh, I've always been a bit positive and happy and uh, and I wasn't that at, at all whatsoever and um, and I and I really struggle in knowing what I wanted to do I blame this on being Italian, but I have a lot of passion that I need to channel somehow, somewhere. And uh, so I was doing a lot of jobs that didn't bring me any joy, that didn't uh, spark that passion, that flame inside me. And uh, so it was really hard to to keep doing those those jobs and keep working that way. And um, so I got to a point after my last job where I was feeling really sad and really down. And uh, um, I, yes, I think I got very close to feel depressed because um, I didn't want to get out of bed. And I just, I, I just didn't know what to do. And I felt that I had no real joy for anything or no real passion. And I couldn't find anything that made me feel that way. And um, which made me think, that something was wrong with me and all the questions that come when you're feeling that way. Um, and then I think at some point I just reached what I just reached what was for me the bottom, like I had enough. Um, I couldn't keep waking up and just cry on myself and do nothing about it. You know what I mean? Mm. It was, um, you know, like that, yeah, that was it. I couldn't, and I was, uh, lacking in confidence so so much I was really doubting myself of course because I didn't feel I was I didn't have any purpose or anything you know and um, so um, I heard that yoga could have helped uh, my mind and to find some peace and so I started it and uh, when I started seriously doing it every day in January that's when I saw the change and quite quickly as well. I think that's why I'm saying I think I was ready at that point to get to feel that energy coming in mm-hmm. um, because, yes, I felt I felt the change and I saw it like I um, I as I 
I always say this, but as I, I focus a lot in building strength specifically, I think my first yoga crash on Instagram was at Morgan. Um, finding Morgan Taylor yeah 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 (laughs) and I think it was yes it was like the first person that I kind of found and I was like mesmerized from her way of moving and uh, she was yes she's amazing and uh, she flows in a very beautiful way and um, and I and I got her uh, ab asana's guide and I started to work up on my core and uh, (laughs) together with uh, just practicing I really build up my strength and as I was building strength physically my mind was following along and I was Mm -hmm. gaining more confidence and I was feeling more secure of myself of course there are a million of other things behind as well like I saw a therapist as well Um, so that all those things brought me to this point um but yes as soon as I as I saw the benefits that yoga was um bringing me I knew I wanted to be able to share this practice and help other people to feel this way because we all have this power inside of us and uh, we just need to to explore and uh, realize that we have it and uh, to bring it out I love that (laughs) and I love that so many people nowadays are kind of learning more and more about the practice from the internet. You know, it's such a cool thing that it's able to spread so much through YouTube and through people can make online guides. Like I didn't have access to classes where I live. So I I watched YouTube videos and. I think it's the best way to, it's not the best way to start, but it's an incredible way to start, especially if you're coming from a place like I was, where I was feeling really insecure and didn't really want to socialize with people at the time. So to go into it, the idea of going into a studio really made me feel a little bit sick, you know, like I don't want to put myself out there and, you know, risk to compare myself to someone mm-hmm. else. Um, so to start it online, it was the best thing for me. Yeah. For, you know, in the comfort of my home. And it's just a way that can give you a little taste of what it can be. And you can start from there. Yeah. So you you said you were Italian, yes. but you live in <laughs> London. So how how did that happen? Which also I love listening to you talk because it's <laughs> like I'm American. So when you're speaking, I hear your like Italian speaking English accent, but then I yeah. also hear like like you taking on British accent, yes. and I yeah. just I freaking love it. I love hearing you say like different words, and I'm like, that sounds very Italian. I'm like, oh, there's a bit of British. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. I love it yeah. so much. So, will you talk about how that move came about and? How, yeah, how did that happen for you? How did you decide so, to move? So um, I'm coming from a very small uh, place in Italy, a very, very, very small village. Um, and uh, where actually I used to live is so small that I started to get my driving license before I turned 18, mm-hmm. um, which is the age in Europe, I think in America is 16, right? Yes, 16. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so I started it uh, even before because I just needed a car to move around. Otherwise, it was about like it was my parents bringing me around. And, you know, at some point it's like embarrassing. Anyway, <laughs> um, so I think it, somehow, even though I'm very grateful looking back now that I grew up there and I lived there and uh, it was it's beautiful. I mm, grew up surrounded by nature and, you know, just running around in fields barefoot and uh, I, I I loved it absolutely but I always felt a little bit suffocated it was very small and uh, you know people end up doing the same thing every day and uh, meeting the same people and I always felt this uncomfortable feeling being there so in my even choosing my high school I went to a bigger city next like 30 minutes not too far uh from where I was living and then from there I moved to university and I remember and I went to Venice which is um like an hour and something by car from where I live so it's not that far but uh, it allowed me to spend um weeks out like I actually found a flat 
to where to live with other people. So I wasn't commuting or anything. And um, and I remember that my dad wasn't happy about that. And uh, yeah, actually, because I always shared a room with my brother uh, and I always wanted a room of mine. Then mm-hmm. he bright, tried to bribe me saying, oh, I'm going to make you a room of yours. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, mm, yeah, no, thanks, I'll pass. <laughs> so I ended up moving uh, to to Venice and uh, that was one of the best moments of my life anyway coming to your actual question (laughs) um it's all the process yeah exactly it's just to explain that I always wanted a little bit more I always wanted something different and uh, um and so when I finished university um I decided I think a few months before that I was going to move to London because I wanted to do the experience. And I knew that if I wasn't doing it, going to do it straight away, I probably would end up just staying. You know how these things are. If you don't take the momentum, uh, the excitement, then uh, you risk to get a bit too comfy where you are. And uh, mm. then the, mm, the fear in your mind builds up a little bit more and it blocks you from doing things. So anyway, um, so I finished, I graduated, and then after summer, um, at the end of August 2000, I wrote it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, at the end of August 2013, so it's almost six years ago now, I moved to London and I came here um, working as a nanny, which wasn't the best scenario because it was quite out of London. Um, it was for an Italian family. And at the time I studied, uh, um, I studied English at high school, which was very terrible. You know, you had, I had a little base of grammar and, uh, then I studied literature, but never ever practiced talking. So when I came here, I was like, okay, (laughs) not formulate a sentence whatsoever. Um, so to, to work for an Italian family at first, it was like good because it gave me a little bit of a cushion, but also like I wasn't learning very much English, you yeah. know? Um, but anyway, it was a very good way to, to come here. Um, it was um, cheap and uh, uh, it allowed me to have a roof over my head mm-hmm. and uh, it was a very good start for me. And uh, so, you know, one thing then leads to another and I met some people and then I, I, like my my initial plan was to stay there just for three months, do a little experience, learn a little bit more English and then uh, see what happened. And uh, then almost six years late, six years later, I'm still here. So that worked out quite good. (laughs) Um, So yeah, then I met some friends and I moved to Shoreditch and I started my my life here, which was amazing and uh, the toughest times of my life as well. Yeah. Um, it was after the first excitement, uh, which was around the first year, I started to feel very lonely, which was crazy because I had uh, more people around that I've ever had. Um, and then, uh, I don't know, somehow I seemed, I seemed to attract a lot of people that they seemed to have their life figured out. They were doing an amazing job and they were rich and they were this and that. And I was feeling, I was comparing myself a lot to them. And, uh, and that made me feel lost even more. Mm. And that's when I started to spiralize <clears throat> in a bit of a negative circle uh, for a little while. Um, but I think also because I was in a big city and I was completely out of uh, my comfort zone for the first time, living an adult life for the first time. Mm, yeah, you know, um, it's a lot to handle all at once. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And at first, I was like, "Whoa, okay, oh, it's coming all at once. What am I gonna do now?" And I think I doubt um, my staying here for a while, and uh, I considered going back home, but um, it didn't feel right because. I knew that the problem was with me, not the place that I was mm-hmm. in. Yeah. So, you know, it wouldn't have changed. I even thought maybe I can move somewhere else. I don't know. I'm going to go to Bali and live in Bali. or But, you know, it would have been amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure that the problem wouldn't have changed mm-hmm. that much. Right. So, so, yes. So, 
one thing I really do love about you is that it seems like even if you're going through a funk or you're like feeling confused or something, you always stay optimistic and you always kind of embrace your own like personal power. Like when you decide you're going to do something, you do it. Like you move to London or you (laughs) are like, okay, I'm going to teach yoga now and make it work. And then you're like, do an incredible job with it, you know, or you, you're, you're optimistic and it's, it's your positivity and your outlook on life in that way is one of your greatest strengths. And I remember having this conversation with you in London (laughs) and you were like talking about how much you just like love life and how like, yeah, how just joyful you are. And you're like, I think it's kind of my natural state. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I feel bad sometimes because I'm like, am I supposed to be sadder? But I'm just not. (laughs) And yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, that's it's, so powerful. Like, that's so incredible, honestly, because so many people struggle with that, you know? Yes. So I have to um, thank my family for that, I think. Um, my mom, she's one of the most positive um, and smiley uh, people I know, person I know, anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, she's she's really really amazing, and I think she she passed on to me this um, positivity and this uh, view of life that everything is gonna be well and everything is gonna be good as long as you're you're believing in it and you're going for what you want and you're gonna make it happen, you know. At least you tried. Worst case scenario, you know, you learned a lesson. So, and uh, and I just want to tell this little story about my mom to just um, make uh, people realize how incredibly strong and how much I believe in positivity because of it. Um, she, my mom got uh, sick a few years ago. She got um, a tumor on uh, I want to say in, in, intestine, intestine Okay, the right yeah. word, right? Yep. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that is right, okay. intestine. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, she got a tumor there and uh, it's, it's, it's been insane. I, I was here as well. Um, so it was very tough because I was working very hard at that moment and uh, I couldn't take so much time off. But it, it's been so quick. It's, she got diagnosed at the end of summer. And then uh, a month, a month and a half later, she um, got surgery to remove it. Fortunately, they got it just in time to be able to perform surgery. Mm-hmm. And um, that was it. And that's it. And like, obviously, she took some time to recover, to gain her strength back and everything. But that that was it. She was healed. You know? Like, yeah. She, and uh, she decided, and I don't... Uh, that was her choice, but she decided not to do any cameo because she was like, you know, it's it's gone. I don't want to go and uh, um, weaken my body for no no reason. And again, I just don't want to promote this as a thing, but just want to say that that's her, that was her choice, her view. And uh, and you know, like I think it was four years ago now. Yeah, and uh, she's fine. She's doing her checks and everything, but and. You know, I just really believe that it comes from her strength that she has in her mind mm. of believing that, you know, everything will work fine. That, you, you know what I mean? Is That just, unwavering faith, yeah. That, you know, I'm just going to go on and everything is going to be good. I know I'll, you know, I'll not be focused too much on the fact that I have this thing. Yeah. But just I will be well. Yeah, yeah. And and that really brings me to the power of manifestation or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But like I truly so much believe that whatever you think, you make it true for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I always uh, think about like silly examples. Like I have a friend who's every time like as soon as he cough, is like, oh, I'm going to get sick. Well, of course you are because you keep, like you keep saying yeah, it, you keep yeah, putting yeah. you're gonna get sick, you know. Don't don't think about it. <laughs> like just uh, you know, you know what I mean. I do. It makes total sense because it's like 
when you when you get in your head that something's going to happen, whether it's good or bad, you start to look for the opportunities to make that a reality. So like if you are, if you are in a place where you're like, I'm going to have this career change or something. And if you're doubting yourself, you're going to look right over the opportunities that come up for you. But if you're like, I'm going to make this happen, no matter what, we're going to do this you're just naturally in this place of seeing like, okay, where are my opportunities? Where are my opportunities? Cause they're not going to be where you think they are. They're going to be little surprises Absolutely. and little like gifts hidden around. Absolutely. But again, as a, like, as I was saying, even before, like you need to be open, open for yep. a thing to, to receive things and energy coming your way. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're convinced, you know, and I, and I, talk about it as personal experience. I believed for so long that I wasn't pretty enough and and I wasn't smart enough. And uh, like, I really believe I was a bit stupid, you know, like, and I I feel a bit of a lot of compassion for myself, but you know, not not that I felt stupid, but just like not as smart as. Yeah. 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 Comparison. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, and it was very, very hard. And but I was creating. And then obviously, this mentality brought me to think, "Oh, people don't like me because I'm these things." But I was creating these scenarios for myself. Yes. You know, people. Like, if I talk to people that I met when I was feeling like that, and uh, I talk about these things, they were like, "What? No, like we always liked you, or whatever." You know, is like that's what. That, that was my belief and I what I created for myself and what I decided to see. Yep, yep, yep. And then you start kind of reading into things and, you know, someone will say something and mean nothing by it. But because you've decided in your head that they don't like you, you're going to say, oh, they said that thing because they don't like me, which might yes, not be the case absolutely. at all. And then you'll start acting like you'll act as if they don't like you, which will push them away, you know? Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. So the power of mind is uh, something incredible. And uh, somehow, without particular lessons, but somehow my mom really rubbed it off on me uh, since the beginning. And so I kind of grew up with this mentality and uh, and um, and with um, a grateful mind as well, mm. because I, I've always been very aware of the luck that I the blessings that I have in my life and first of all <clears throat> having a family that love me and support me and uh, and taught me these values mm. you know um so so yes to go back to also what you asked me <laughs> at first like I I am like this and uh, I make things happen because and I think that's what was that I was struggling the most is that I know that if I know I want something I'm going to go for it. I'm fearless. Like, I don't care about failure. I don't care about what's going to happen to the, in the journey there. I'm just going for it. For me, I was feeling awful because I didn't know what to go for. You know, mm. like I, mm. I didn't know what I wanted. So I couldn't, I couldn't put my determination to work, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, which obviously taught me a lesson that I don't necessarily need things or titles or anything to to feel happy. But um, but I think that at the end of it all, it does help to have a purpose. Yeah, definitely. And a lot of and times, for most people, that purpose is something that they love to do, love exactly. you know, exactly. And a lot of times, it's not only benefiting them. You know, your purpose isn't like. And people have a, another thing that. I think is a huge realization is you don't have this like one big shining purpose that you're like, Oh my God, what's my purpose? If I don't know my purpose, yeah. my life is a waste. It's going to change over time and you're going to have lots of them, but it's, it's Absolutely. just things that you love to do. And it's like, once you realize, okay, I'm going to put my more of my energy on things that I love to do. And it may start off if, as five minutes a day. It may start off as going to a class once a week. But if you keep if you keep putting your energy on that, it yeah. will you'll create more time for it. You'll start saying no to things and creating space 
things that are consuming your energy in a way that make you feel drained, which will clear up even more and more time. And the next thing you know, it's like your whole lifestyle is dedicated to like. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. And it really, it really comes down to do the things that make you happy and uh, do the things that bring you joy. And, and, and that's what it was for, uh, how it was for me for, of, with yoga. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, <maybe. laughs> um, you know, like I, I got into it and I loved it and I saw the benefits and I wanted to, um, to share the practice and help uh, people to get the, ben- the same benefits that I got as well. And, um, and I was determined and that was it. That was, you know, and I'm not saying that this, and I, I love it. I absolutely love it. As soon as I got certified, I started teaching straight away private, but you know, I put it out as five pounds an hour. Mm-hmm. Full teaching private, five pounds an hour. <laughs> I just wanted to get people in and I just wanted to start. You just do whatever Again, you can. I wanna, yes. I didn't want to wait and lose the momentum. I think for me, like the momentum, when you're on a yep. roll, you just have to go with it. Agreed. You know, not overthink it, just go. Yep. And, and that's what I did. And I just got people in and I just started uh, teaching and experience it myself, you know. Um, and, then, uh, and then it's funny because I really do believe the universe looks out for you. And, uh, and that if you're, if you're just open to, to see it and receive it, you're gonna smash it and uh, um and I know I was and I am on the right path because of how things unravel for me um and uh, so I was looking for so in January uh I decided it was time to look uh for uh to teach uh, public classes and then uh, it was the first day that I started sending out CVs. And I know how hard and competitive, especially in a place like London, yeah. where like there are billions of yoga teachers, you know. And uh, so it's it's very competitive and it's very hard to get a job, especially with such little experience, like a month mm-hmm. of teaching in my home. Yeah. You know? So I'm really a public class. And then uh, um, a girl messages me on Instagram which I'm forever grateful for Instagram and for cases like this. Uh, she messages me and she says, look, I'm going uh, to India for a training. I really love what you post and I really love your energy. Would you cover me in uh, in a studio? Would you cover my class for a month? Uh, like, okay. Yes, <laughs> yes absolutely. And, um, and that's the studio where I teach most of my classes now. And I have an incredible community there. I absolutely love them. They're just all amazing people and it's so so beautiful teaching there and I'm so grateful for that message that like that and that girl so much and uh, and you know she's my friend now we just hosted my first retreat oh. or probably millionth, but <laughs> um so yes yes you know but the, yeah. these are the things that you attract when you when you put out that request of energy you know what I mean yep yeah. So, so what would you so, yeah. say to someone who is struggling and feeling stuck and and not sure how to even like how do I even begin to find that clarity and that optimism and that power to just like make things happen and just push the worries aside, push the doubt aside, push all the fear aside and be like, okay, we're just going to make this happen. Here's what I want to do. It's going to happen. Let's do it. I think something that I didn't um, start straight away when I started making changes, but that uh, I think is one of the most powerful thing ever is to write gratitude list. I think that just changes your perspective so much and it just helps you see the good in in your life even if it's just I got out of bed and I'm breathing that's freaking amazing just that by itself you know and I think that really if you're stuck that really can help and you know I have bad days where I feel a little bit grumpy and annoyed by the world (laughs) because I'm human Uh, (laughs) back to to my diary and write it down and I think it's so important to write it down uh, instead of just thinking it, mm. um, 
it really it really really helps and it will really help shift that your energy and your perspective and you're going to take it from there from those that gratitude list to you know to just see uh things and situations with a different eye and uh, start chasing after what you want another thing is to find something that you love and uh, for me it was yoga but uh you know whatever it can be maybe it's painting and it's just about trying different things Mm -hmm, you know because mm -hmm. I didn't even know yoga existed and uh, where I'm from yoga is physiotherapy for old people that's what it is still now you know I think in Italy it's big in the big cities but everywhere else is just non-existent Um, so I didn't know what I wanted to do because I didn't know that yoga existed You you know what I mean so it's just about going out there and trying new things mm-hmm. and uh, and explore what if you're if you're struggling with what you love if you know what you love then you know you're already 10 steps ahead and uh, you know put, dedicate more time more of yourself to to those things and those will open up different doors you know even if you want them just as an hobby yeah do you have any other practices oh go on no, no, please. <laughs> I was going to ask, do you have any other practices that you like to do that help you get into that mindset of optimism? Meditation is a big one, mm-hmm. definitely. So meditation, journaling, that it can be just about gratitude or it can be about putting down your thoughts. I think something that really helps me when I'm in a funk uh, is to talk to someone mm. normally Simon <laughs> but you know to I feel that it's very powerful to say out loud what is bothering you because every time I feel it loses power straight away yeah yeah like oh I feel bothered because of this thing and then as soon as I say it out like if I keep it inside me it's just gonna build up mm-hmm. and it's just gonna make so much sense to me that I should be annoyed for that as soon as I say it out loud it's like Oh, that sounds silly. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, and it just loses straight away its power, and you, it helps you realize what's important, really, and uh, what's not. So that's something that very helpful. But um, in general, yes, I think my yoga practice, meditation, and journaling helps me so much, and that's that's what I love. And oh my god, I can't even begin. <laughs> you know, it, it just helped me so much it really literally changed my life yeah oh and I want to back up what you said about like speaking about what you're feeling bad about there was this one day that I woke up and I was feeling you know how some days it's like a like a switch flips and you wake up and you're like ugh you know what I mean you're like what is going on I was just feeling so fearful about the future and yeah. I I spent some extra time journaling that day and I wrote down every fear that came into my head. I wrote them all down. And then I yeah. read over them and I'm like, these are ridiculous. <laughs> like a lot of them make no sense at all. Or I'm like, there's no way that's even going to happen. Like here's what's actually probably going to happen. I think I also took each of the fear each of the fears and like wrote down like what would probably actually happen. You know what I mean? It was like, okay. Yes. It's yes. just yes. such absolutely, absolutely. And it's, I find it in a way so fascinating um, the way our mind works, you know, how much power there is inside of us to make things bigger, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in the good and in the bad, you know, because it's terrible if you're thinking negative thoughts and you're just destroying yourself. But amazing if those thoughts are, I'm going to make it, I'm going to follow my dream, I'm going to succeed, you're going to. Yeah. You are going yes. to succeed. Keep thinking that. So I think it's really about uh, switching to sw- retrain your brain. Yes. Because in a way, you trained your brain to think those negative thoughts. You know, you, did, you weren't born negative. Um, so it's just about catching yourself. And I talk about this a lot in, uh, in my Instagram post, because I think it's so important to get that message out there that you have the power to change those, those mm-hmm. thoughts, you, to be able to find that awareness, to catch them 
and change them. And uh, it really um, it really helped me to see a, a therapist regarding this and regarding my lack of confidence. Um, I started seeing it because I was a bit tired to not believe in myself. You know, I was just like, come on, I like, it's me. I should be yeah. my best friend. Yeah. Like I should be the first one who believes in myself. Why is it so hard? Um, and so that's why I decided to, to see this therapist who's also a NLP, um, how do you say? NLP? I want to say teacher, but it's not teacher, but, uh, you know, it's the neuro linguistic okay, program. Okay. We train yes. the way you, you talk, yes. basically. And uh, and she really taught me to, whenever you look in the mirror, instead of saying, like, call, catch yourself if you're about to say, oh, I see myself ugly, or oh, my hair, or oh, yeah. my spots, or whatever. Yeah. And change, those, change that. Think about what you're what you like about yourself, what, you know, change, change those negative thoughts into something good and positive instead of imagining yourself. And it really, it was really interesting because it was in that time, in that moment that I was feeling lost and, uh, and, uh, and she asked me to, to picture myself and how I was seeing myself. And I, and I imagined myself in this black hole with nothing around, which was when I realized that that's how I was picturing myself, that was really frightening, yeah. you know, uh, that was, was really scary. And, uh, and she really gave me the tools to change that, to picture myself walking, uh, I remember, um, in a dress, in a floaty dress along the street, head up, yeah. you know, very, very yeah. confident. And, you know, and again, we're going back to the power of manifestation and the power of the mind in the bad and the good, you know. And once I started to make those changes to see myself as confident and powerful, that helped me massively. Yes. Okay. There are two things that I just want to talk about (laughs) that you just you just touched on. The first is. You you mentioned using our words. And I have found that to be so powerful. I've been catching more and more of what I say, you know, like I'll find myself telling someone what I do or like explaining to someone my ideas for the future. And if I start to catch myself, like the self doubt coming through in my words or being like, I'm going to try, or like, maybe I'm hoping I want this, but probably not. Like, I, I like yeah. cut that shit out, people. Like, can Absolutely. can you talk about that? How you can kind of like transform your actions and like your life through actually speaking about things as if you know, as if they're gonna happen, even if you're like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just think is exactly what you said, and I just touched on is about catching yourself is about bringing the awareness into your mind and in, in your thoughts and uh, be able to to realize what words are you using and how you're talking to you to yourself or to other people as well and uh, maybe even write them down I, I personally never did but you know if it helps just to to realize better the words that you're using and see how you can change those instead of I hope probably not I am gonna do that that's gonna happen <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. stupid. like I know I, at first like it feels you're like this is total bs like why am I saying this if I don't I believe know, it but, but then you start to believe it yes absolutely that's that's how it works you know and that's how it works when you're talking negative so I know that at first yes it can sound silly but in a way, if you think about it, you're doing the same thing in the negative. So why why should should sound silly? You know what yeah. I mean? Um, so uh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, no, I, like it makes sense. It makes it makes so much sense to to change the way you talk. And uh, it was very interesting. It's just a, a quick example, but um, I was. Um, I didn't like a group of people that I had to hang out with for some X reason. Um, and uh, I was talking with my therapist and I was telling her, yes, I don't like them because they make me feel like this. And she was like, okay, so they make you feel 
like how do they make you feel you're giving them the power like you are feeling like mm-hmm. that there is not them that they make you feel like that you know and for me that was mind-blowing you know realizing that oh okay I shouldn't blame someone else for how I feel because that's on me I decide to feel like that I yeah I don't know. Maybe I know. No, 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 no. I totally like, agree. And I've been like what? more and more and more. My my relationships have been getting so much more healthy because, you know, with like my family and with, you know, like close friends and my partner, because I'll catch myself getting frustrated or annoyed or like angry. And I'm like, wait, I don't have to feel this way. Let's like and then it goes back to talking about it opening up and saying this is how yeah. i'm feeling i know it's not necessarily true but like this yeah, is what's going I, on in I, my I, head but i'm not i'm not blaming you i'm just trying to like get through to the other side of like what's going on yes, you can take yes, I think, control of it absolutely, instead of laying it like get crazy to talk to the person who are you feeling angry, upset about or whatever. I think it's also very important, I think, to create a dialogue where you can express how you're feeling uh, can uh, can help, you know, find a solution, you know, because you're still in, in power of how you're feeling, but maybe this person is acting a little bit yeah. weird, you know. What yeah. I mean? But anyway, so it's, it's very, very important to create a dialogue um, with yourself and with the people around you to explain what's going yes. on in your mind. <laughs> so true. The other thing that you mentioned, part two of the thing that you said that I was like, oh my gosh, um, I love you talking about working through things with your therapist because I think it's so powerful to have someone who their specific role is holding space for you. So a lot of times, like, you know, it's good with our, to have our partners listen to us and our family listen to us, but it's nice to have someone too who they're, they're there specifically to yes. be your teacher, to hold space for you, to be specifically there for your growth so that you can process and pour yes. out things onto them and they can be like, maybe this is what's actually going on. A hundred times, yes. And uh, I, it's, it's very sad that it feels like stigma or something that you don't share or you don't say that you should feel embarrassed because I never felt like that. And I don't think anyone should feel like that. I think everyone at some point in their life should see a therapist or someone in that field that can help you. Whatever you're going through, I think it's just so helpful and so important, as you said, to have that person there that's holding space for you, that has the tools to help you to share those tools with you and to go through your mind and and make sense (laughs) you know I I think that's absolutely important and that no one should feel ashamed of and it's just an amazing help that we can get yeah and it's incredible that you do it too when you're in this place that you're like okay I'm not like feeling terrible I'm not feeling that bad like if you're feeling really bad if you have access to therapy, definitely go to therapy if you're feeling really bad. But also, yeah. it's good to go if you're just kind of feeling a little off or like, you know, yes. if that's something yes. that's available to you. But also, I mean, you don't have to just go to therapy. You can you can listen to podcasts online. Like a ton of therapists yes. have podcasts. Yes, you can listen to yes. what whatever floats your <clears throat> boat, whatever makes you feel inspired, whatever kind of people are putting out there the stuff that you need to hear get more of that yes yeah absolutely and you're right like uh therapists can be very expensive Mm -hmm. so maybe not everyone can afford it it's true Uh, at the time I was very poor um and I was researching through things and I know there are a lot of uh, tools that are for free or for very cheap I know that there is a a chat that you can uh, get to I think it's just by message I don't remember the name but you know that you can get help um, some therapists that are putting their work as a as a volunteering in that sense maybe it's not a chat person to person but you can still ask some question and they can still give you some help so I'm sure that if there's the will to 
you do a little bit of research, uh, there are a lot of things out there that uh, come very close, if not therapy. Yes, itself. yeah. Uh, there's also like group circles that get together to talk about yeah. things. There's like, I mean, like if you're someone who is around any sort of addiction, there's like, you know, AA meetings are incredible, Al-Anon yeah. meetings, anything like that. And there's no, I mean, the stigma, I really feel like it's starting to go away, but I, I'm also surrounded by people all the time who are like, yay, I love therapy, but like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me and my therapist with like a little heart, you know, like my best friend is a therapist and we like get together and just talk about our feelings for like two hours. So like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's such a good thing. So the last thing yeah. I want yeah. to ask you, I, I actually oh, want to oh, say, go, go, go. <laughs> That, um, regarding our feeling and that we're always in the uh, power of changing uh, the way we, we think and the, and the way we feel as well by our thoughts. Um, it's also true that some days, and I consider myself a very positive, optimistic person most of the times, but some days I wake up, I'm a bit upset and grumpy, and uh, I do my usual things to help me cheer myself up. Maybe they don't work. Maybe that day is just to feel a bit crumpy and upset or upset about a certain things. Maybe, you know, it's, I, I, I want to say that it's totally fine to ride that feeling if you want to, but to make absolute sure that you didn't become the victim of yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think... You know, like if you're feeling sad, you don't have to bottle that sadness up, feel it, work through it, but try, I know that is obviously easier said than done, but try to realize when is the time to make a change, to make that stop and not to become, again, victim of yourself and lose yourself in whatever is that, uh, that negative feeling, let's say. Yeah. Well, like you said, you, you talked earlier about momentum And it makes total sense that if we get into this role of role as in like rolling down a hill, but also like a role as in like a position that we kind of create for ourselves of being like, my life is terrible. Like it's going to, it's going to tend to continue in that direction And it may take a little longer to come back to this place of like, okay, I'm feeling some relief. I'm feeling some sort of, I'm feeling better about myself. And that's why it's important to, especially if you're just starting out, like if you've been in this place where you've been in a rut for like weeks, months, years, your whole life has felt like a rut. You have to have so much compassion with yourself and starting to do this work of trying to be more optimistic and trying to be more trying to find that sense of peace because it can take a long time because you have so much force behind you, so much time behind you, so many experiences behind you that are just telling you that everything has to be the opposite. Yes. Yeah. No, no, no. I agree. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) It's all important. So you do a great job of really – sharing that that optimism and that light with the world through you know like a lot of it's online and you know through the classes you teach and everything like that how did you come to that place where you were like okay I want to start putting this out there how did you get over the fear that can come up with with sharing more of your story and your experiences and your your truth with the world so it was a bit tricky at first uh, because as you said I think for a while I felt like I'm happy Um, I'm in a very good place but I feel I shouldn't really say it too loud because uh, um, because maybe you know like it's you know there's so much suffering and sadness out there that maybe people don't want to hear about a happy someone else's Mm-hmm. you know and um, so at first it was really hard I think because I had also um, some experiences with friends who 
couldn't be happy for me when uh, something good was happening. Mm. Um, so I learned at that time, it was a very long time ago, but I learned uh, at the time that maybe I should keep it to myself, my happiness, because it's not welcomed somehow, you know, and that um, sadness relate, relates more. So, um, and I'm not saying again that there shouldn't be sadness or there shouldn't, you know, like we're all go, go through through some shit. And <laughs> sorry. Yeah, you can say that. Say that. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> I said it earlier. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we all go through our stuff, our our bad moments, and uh, but my strength is my happiness and my positivity, and I want to share that. And I think. Well, one of the things that inspired me um, between others definitely was our talk when you were in London. You know, and, uh, like how you 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 push me to really focus on what's what's my strength, what's what's different in me, what makes me me, you know, and what makes me me is my my smile and my positivity and to see uh, life through the lens of love, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um but um so yes it's just embracing and it's a constant work in progress of embracing who I am and just be proud of it and be happy with it no matter what unconditionally and uh and I think I'm doing I'm doing good in that and uh, I think that's when I that's why I really want to share it more and more on Instagram and at first <clears throat> it was about sharing uh, just good picture and taking part in a lot of challenges and uh, which is still easy <laughs> in its way you know I, I really truly love the process that there's that's behind uh, taking a picture because it means that I'm going out with Simon that we're finding a cool place that we're testing the light that we're working together and then I take this creative pose and then that's the editing, mm. and I, I really actually love that process. I love your photos, honestly. I'm like, Thank when you. I come to London, <laughs> um... <laughs> yes, okay, yes, I need to bring you to some, some um, But, you know, I actually truly enjoy that, so I post those photos because I enjoy I enjoy the, the creative process behind it, uh, not specifically because I want to show... I, that I can do pincha or handstand or whatever, you know. Um, and but you know, after a while, it comes the urge to to be a little bit more, to share something more that can be actually helpful. And uh, I'm teaching a lot of classes, which uh, is going so well, and uh, I absolutely love it. It just fills my heart with mm. so much joy, and uh, I. I've been receiving, if I say so myself, a lot of like positive feedbacks and that just announce my urge to share even more, you know, because I can see I can help people, that people are happy with it. And and that's why I want to do it more also through Instagram as well. And that's why I recently started my tutorials and I just want to share more in my captions as well how you can uh, get some of this positive life light in your life too oh that's so good so last question <laughs> this is a question that I ask everyone so this is the Erin Earth podcast oh, <laughs> <laughs> lifting you up keeping you grounded so what is something that is currently keeping you feeling lifted so like happy and you know all that stuff that that your 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 strengths all so, that stuff and then what's something because- that keeps you grounded yeah, so because I know your podcast and I know that you've been asking this question, I actually thought about it. <laughs> um, so, and I thought about it. And uh, um, to be honest, what lifts me up also keeps me yeah. grounded. So my yoga practice, my self-yoga practice keeps me grounded. To teach yoga lifts mm. me up incredibly. Meditation keeps me grounded, but lifts me up as well because it connects me to myself even deeper and just makes me even happier, you know, and all these things. But like, um, yes, yes. So I think like the same thing 
as always yeah. for me, you know, like left inside and the, the grounding down. And I've been teaching some uh, uh, grounding flows lately. And um, there's this part at the beginning where I make them, where I make my students stand in mountain mm-hmm. pose and close the eyes and just feel your weight down onto the earth and uh, rooting down but at the same time you're lifting up through the crown of the head you know and so you have these uh, pull at the same time in your body knowing that to rise you have to root I love that you know mm. and uh, and so and so all like most of the things are always they always have these two sides um Nalina my dog <laughs> Nala lifts me up and walking her out in nature grounds me yeah. down you know so my partner I mean is 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 amazing and uh, he's the one who brings me down whenever I need to be brought down bring, be, Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. 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 Okay. But he's the first one to push me and to support me whenever I need to to fly. You know. So. Um, so yes. So there's no real answer to put in two columns, but it's all mm. the same. I love that so much. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming on. I just. Uh, I just like am excited to do the rest of my day after like listening to you talk it honestly just like <laughs> filled up my heart so much and like just made me feel so light and oh, good thank you so much for having me it's been honestly an honor I was you know a little bit nervous but like excited uh, yeah it's like the same <laughs> thing right <laughs> yeah Thank you so much. Thank you. I love you. Thank so you. everyone <laughs> listening in, I'll have below in the show notes how to find Mara and how to connect with her. And yeah, go follow her. If you're in London, check out her classes. And yeah, have a great day, everybody.